do you struggle with prioritizing yourself? Do you struggle with implementing self-love every day? Do you struggle with what does that even mean, self-love? Like, if that is you, this episode is going to give you 10 tips to activate self-love in your life. So, Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Sister Soaking Podcast, a safe space for women prioritizing their health, their self-love, and their dreams. My name is Miss Tasha Talks Life. Welcome, welcome. Self-love isn't selfish. It is a requirement. It is necessary for your well-being and for you to show up as your best self for everyone else. And so let's get right into it. Each and every episode, I start with a quote. Um, and today's quote is from Parade.com. And Parade.com, I just Googled self-love quotes. And Parade.com had so many of them that was so on point that I really had a hard time choosing which one. And so whenever I pick a quote, it has to like really resonate with me and align with what the episode is about. So the quote that I have is, be enough for yourself first. The rest of the world can wait. And that's by FW. I don't know who that is. It just said FW, but I definitely want to give credit to where I got the quote. Be enough for yourself first. The rest of the world can wait. And I don't know what's been up with me lately. I've been very emotional the last two weeks, it feels like. Um, And when I read that, be enough for yourself first. The rest of the world can wait. Is because I'm at a point where I am every, doing everything and being, you know, figuring life out and putting a lot of things and people and before myself. And so I recently, actually, we are on um, day three of the self love challenge. So at the time of this recording, Um, We started the Lover's Month with a 30-day self-love challenge. We have over 25 women in this group. And um, every day you get a prompt that caters to your your self-love. And so um, today's day three. So you still have time to join. We're doing 30 days, 30 days. And then at the end, we're going to have on the 30th day, we're going to have a big virtual party celebrating that we took 29 days of self-love and being intentional. So the group is, day one, the energy was like out of this world. Like I was uh, like, my girlfriend is in the group and she, um, she hit me on the side and she was like, oh my goodness, like, like this is, I didn't know this is what it was happening. Like people are opening up, people are sharing. Um, so it's just a very impactful place, inspiring place. And it's a safe space. So women are feeling safe enough to share and be vulnerable and be authentic. And I'm loving it. And day three is, is, it's just been just amazing. So if you would love to get in on that, go to TashaOwens.com forward slash, forward slash self-love. And it's a 30 day self-love challenge, but well, the reason why I decided to launch, because at first I had it as a um, um, a template, a calendar. You download it um, and you go through the self-love by yourself. 
um, the challenge by yourself or with your friends or whatever. But I felt called to create this community because I know that I'm not the only one that would download this self-love challenge with intention to do it, but no one's holding me accountable or um, I could easily skip a day because of someone else's needs or whatever. So that's why I was like, no, I want to take it a step further and I want to cultivate this community. So you still have time to join TashaOwens.com forward slash self-love to be in the community. But um, so yeah, so partially I, um, the other day I was just feeling, I felt like a little girl. Like I felt like I needed a hug. I needed someone to tell me you're doing amazing. Someone to fall asleep on, you know, and I genuinely feel that I have been the air quotes strong one for so long that I feel like sometimes um, I get overlooked. Um, No one checks on the strong one, right? And so being in community, it allows you to be seen by others and expressing and articulating. No, you can't get the hugs or, you know, falling asleep in somebody's lap or arms or whatever, but you do get a sense of I'm not alone. And you get a sense of comfort when you share and, you know, it's received and people are like, oh, I get it. Like, trust me, you know, I understand. So that's why the self-love challenge is important to me. That's why community is important to me. Um, so I'm going to give you 10 tips that you need to build up and prioritize your self-love and in hopes that these tips and these practices you continue to revisit. So I want you to get a notebook. And if you've been here for the long haul, you know, we have a journal that goes with this podcast. So uh, you're going to, you're going to take some notes. The educator in me is always teaching, I believe in giving action steps, tangible things that you can do to hold yourself accountable. And also um, it's okay to talk motivation all the time, but how? So I like to give people the the how and um, what, you know, what you need to do and how do you do it? And so, yeah, so let's get in. So the first one is, and these are not in um, any particular order. And as I was writing them down, I almost put them, like I would get to another thought and I would say, oh, this should be one. But I said, there's no particular order. And before I get into them, if this if you're like, okay, if you're grabbing your notebook and you're grabbing your journal, then you want to share this with a friend, okay? If you're grabbing your notebook and grabbing your journal, then you know that there's some stuff here that you're going to need and you need to share this with a friend. So take a second, share this out to a friend and um, so that she can also get this or he can, whoever can also get these good notes. Okay. So number one um, is prioritizing scheduling me time, Okay. And me time does not have to be uh, all day. It doesn't have to be where, you know, you're totally unplugged from everything. Me time could be a straight half an hour of me time. And me time means exactly that. You're not doing anything outside of what you want to do for you. So me time doesn't mean, okay, I need to 
fold these these lawn this laundry in this basket. So I'm going to use my me time to fold the laundries in a basket because we all know that that is not a fun thing to do. That is not a choice. That's probably my least favorite thing to do outside of washing silverware. <laughs> so no, I don't have a dishwasher and no, I do not have a, um, a washer and dryer. So I drop my laundry off and now I'm teaching my kids how to do the, the dishes. But me time is reading a good book, um, you know, taking a nap watching a movie, journaling, like going for a walk, going to the gym, having a glass of wine, going out to eat, whatever you want that doesn't require chores and doesn't require something for someone else, okay? So then number two is setting boundaries. I can't tell you how important it is to protect your peace and your energy, especially today, like when, and you know, I didn't stumble on boundaries and setting boundaries until 2020 when the world shut down and I was like, oh yeah, okay, no. So if I don't want to do something, I'm not doing it. Life is short. Um, I I, I, self, I was on a self-discovery journey. I started realizing what I like, what I don't like, who I like, who I don't like to be around. And, you know, so I... So I didn't find setting boundaries until that point. And my boundaries, sometimes they still, I have to remind myself. So the, a lot of these things, even if you um, you say like, I'm all about self-love and I, you know, a lot of these things are reminders because sometimes we get so caught up in that season that we forget about certain things. So setting clear boundaries, um, that just means checking in with yourself. Do you feel like doing the thing? Is someone stepping over your boundaries? If someone is, it's not because I don't believe it's because they just want to genuinely disrespect you or whatever. I believe it's that because they don't know that your boundary line is there. They don't know that they're um, stepping on your boundaries. So you have to make that very clear. And I had to say that to someone. I had to be like, listen, I'm not doing this anymore. And please respect my boundary. And it felt so good. And it felt empowering. And, and and they are they respected my boundary and they haven't crossed it yet. And so just know that having boundaries is not a mean thing. It's for both people or, or whatever the situation, the whatever the situation is, right? So um these tips for self-love to, to increase your self-love capacity. Three, embracing a self-care ritual or routine. Um I would say that whatever feeds you. I remember when um, years ago, I think it was probably like 2017, 18, I would say that getting your nails done and your hair done is not self-care. It's self-maintenance. But for me, that's what that applies to. If getting your nails done is a moment where you can unwind and relax and get away from your family or, you know, get into a zone or getting your hair done is like stimulating to your mental, whatever that is, then that is a form of self care for you. For me, it's a chore. I don't like doing that. I don't like going to get my nails done. I don't like doing my hair, going to get my hair done. I just, it's definitely, an, um, I need to do it. That's why I do it. Like, I don't like to do it. So, um, having a self-care ritual, whether you, it could be part of your morning routine, it could be part of your night routine, but just having something that you practice on a regular basis 
that is refilling your cup, that is um, releasing tension, stress, and just a way to, you know, rejuvenate. So number one, number number four, this one, I was just telling one of my clients uh, yesterday on our, on our call, celebrating your achievements and milestones. And I'm a big advocate for celebrating other people. Like I'm always, like I'm the person that's going to give you a surprise birthday party. I'm the person that's going to big you up in the accountability group when you're like, I did this and I'm like, for me, it's a struggle to do it for myself. And I can admit it and I'm being more intentional with it. But for me, it's almost like, hey, done next thing, you know? And that's why it's very important to actually celebrate your achievement, your milestones, no matter how big or how small. And so one one thing that I share with my clients is that write down in your phone notes your highlights for the month. So anything that happens if you if if you're um if you finally got finished your book and you're ready to publish it, you know, write that down. If you got a call back from, you know, a job that you applied for, like that's a small, you know, because sometimes they don't go back, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Or you said you was going to do something. I was going to, you're going to go to the gym, the gym three, four times a week. You went four times. Celebrate that. I wouldn't say celebrate with like ice cream or anything like that, but whatever your celebration is, do it for yourself. And it's only for the moment. Right. Um, so, yeah. So it's very important to embrace every achievement and milestone. And for me, at the end of the year. I can scroll anytime throughout the year, but mainly at the end of the year, I can scroll all the way from January to December and see the things that I've done that are achievements. And then I can celebrate that. And you could do that at any time. And you could also um, use that to, to whenever you're feeling down or you're feeling like less than or whatever you want to go and scroll through and see all your achievements. And then you could pat yourself on the back and be like, you know what? I did that. Because for me, it's always like, okay, done, next thing. What's the next thing to achieve? What's the next mountain, right? And so this one, number five, excuse me, number four, is definitely one of my focuses for prioritizing my self-love. Um, and then we have number five is practice self-compassion. Give yourself grace. Don't be so hard on yourself. Don't quit. I feel like sometimes you start something and then you come across a, a, a roadblock. You come across a pothole and you just don't continue. You just stop and you just quit. Give yourself compassion, give yourself grace and keep going, right? Treat yourself like you would treat a friend. And I like to use that because you're not going to quit on a friend. You're not going to you know, um, talk negative to your friend, you, but you will yourself, you will look in that mirror and you will say things that are not true and, or that are, that, that, that make you feel bad. And then, but you won't say that to a friend. So give yourself practice, giving yourself compassion and, um, and some grace. Okay. So yeah. So number six, Nourish your body. 
10 tips that you need. Number six is nourishing your body. And I think that this one is the most overlooked because I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like we're not, enough of us are not taking care of our bodies the way we should. Um, And I'm not, I'm not telling anyone to diet. Um, Healthy living, healthy eating and all of that is a lifestyle. So if you want to do a diet to jumpstart and give yourself like a a two, um, a month, 30 day um, detox or 30 day, you know, um, keto or 30 day, whatever, intermittent fasting, whatever. Intermittent fasting for me is a lifestyle now. I actually started it back. Um, But Nourishing your body is your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. So you want to work out, whether that's walking, stretching, some type of movement. You want to eat healthy, as healthy as possible. Um, You want to stay connected to the source. Um, You want to do some mindset or meditation work for your mind and just, you know, hold yourself accountable for that. Number seven, explore new passions or old passions and reconnect with those hobbies. Do what you love to do. So this one is important to me too. I feel like right now um, I have it. In this season, I'm always like a hermit. I always like go inside. Like I don't really go anywhere Um, because it's just not... It's almost like when I say my energy is low, it's not like a real, like I'm not talking about like real energy, but it's like, I don't desire in this season to go anywhere ever. It's, it's my most at home season. It's like, mm, I don't really care to go out, but I love to dance. And so reconnecting with that, I could probably do it at home maybe find a new hobby. So that one I'm going to take into some more consideration and think about that. Um, So number eight, declutter your space. Declutter the junk drawer in the kitchen, declutter your office, declutter your car, declutter your closet. That is a form of self-care. A cluttered space is a cluttered mind. And you want to, I um, I think the new moon was coming um, and, and I'm not, I'm not at all like proficient in all of that. I just, I do entertain myself with the Zodiacs um, and I do adhere to some of the things that they say because it does resonate with me, but I don't know moon rising, sunset, and I don't know any of that really. And I don't care to like really research it, but I kept hearing that the new moon, the new moon, the new moon, and part of the new moon was coming. I think it was the 11th um, was decluttering your space and your mind and, and all of those things. And I definitely did some purging and throwing some stuff out and, you know, just to go into this new year, right. With focus. And even though I feel like I am in seven feet of water and I'm just like trying to doggy paddle to stay afloat right now with like my brand, the business and all these moving parts, there's something amazing coming down the pipeline that, it's starting next month and I haven't, I haven't announced it yet, but so I'm like this, but I understand that that's the season that I'm in, in my business and in my brand. And I love it and I embrace it, but I also have to find time for this. I have to find time for the self-love. So I want you to 
know that no matter what season you're in, you have to find time for yourself. That's the energy. That's the refueling. That's how you are able to keep going. If you are depleted, if you are burnt out, if you are overwhelmed, you are not going to make it. Okay. So unplugging and refuel. Let me tell you really quick. So yesterday, not yesterday, Thursday night, my kids, um, they go with their dad on Thursday nights because Friday um, is a later start of the day for me. So I don't desire to do morning morning routine with them and get them out to school. So he, so he takes them Thursday night. And Friday, I, I woke up, oh, let me see, regular time, like my body's ready to wake up the boys and stuff. And I woke up, I got in the shower, I did my morning ritual. Um, and I went back to sleep and I went back to sleep hard. Like, and I'm not a heavy sleeper. Uh, I got a phone call, um, woke me up, got a phone call, went back to sleep. Like I fell asleep. I, it was deep sleep. If I got a phone call, I'd probably be up for 20 minutes before I ever fall back to sleep or I'm just up. Then my dad came over, knocked on the door. I woke up like. Um, talked to him. He left, went back to sleep. I'm like, like good, deep, hard sleep. And I'm like, yo, my body just needed it. My body just needed it. And I was like, wow. Like I know myself. So it was just crazy. Cause I'm like, whoa, like, you know, that's, that's wild. I, I, I mean, deep, good sleep. I think I dreamt every time or I know I had like two dreams, but, <laughs> but yeah. So it's very important to really take heed to these 10 tips. And yeah, you know, I mean, I believe you can probably do all of them, right? They're all interchangeable. They're all, but think about the ones you mainly need to focus on. Like, like for me, like I said, four and, um, four and seven were my right now, the two that I would like to focus on the most. Cause the other ones I'm pretty, pretty good with. So just, just, just really take a heed to this list and see. And also, um, I have a free life assessment that um, that's a downloadable that you can take. It's a quiz. Um, and you can see the areas of your life that you need to focus on. And um, that's going to be linked in the show notes as well. But yeah, the life assessment is awesome because it has all the components of your life and you, you, you rate yourself and the and you'll be surprised at the, the score and that'll help you to see the areas that you really need to focus on in your life. But, um, this list is focus is, is finding an act, finding one of these tips that you can implement right away and eventually implement them all. All right. So number eight was declutter your space. Number nine is seek support. So that could be therapy. That could be an accountability group. Um, and it's not a sign of weakness when you need support. It's actually a sign of strength, knowing what you need and going to get it. And shameless plug, um, I host a ETA, which is Empowered to Thrive Accountability Cohort, where we have about four, five, three, four, five, uh, five women, including myself, six women going through this 12-week cohort where we hold each other accountable on the goals and the dreams that we we talked about. I coached them on um, their roadblocks, limiting beliefs, um, and then we share our milestones and celebrate our wins. And we go through this process of 12 weeks 
If you um, think that a accountability group will be something that you need, you can click the link in the show notes as well and um, join. The next cohort is coming soon. I only launched them quarterly, but the next cohort, you'll, you'll hear more about it coming soon so you can join the wait list. But it's a really good way to be in a space with women that are on the same journey as you. And everybody has a different business, side hustle, career. It's just a, it's just a, uh, an environment where you're coached. I provide resources. I provide templates. And also you have the accountability and the sisterhood. So again, the link will be in the show notes to join the wait list. But, um, and I only call, I only launch it right? Excuse me, I'm lying. I only launch it three times a year because I have um, another thing that I launched on the fourth quarter. So, all right, which is coming down the pipeline. So just stay tuned. It's not ready to be talked about yet. So we're talking about seeking support. And then the last one that could possibly have been the first one, if this was in order, is practicing gratitude. I think um, when you express your gratefulness for all things that you have right now in your life, you open up the gateway to, to, to acquire more. Gratitude is so powerful. You have to be grateful for the things that you have and expressing that daily brings more abundance into your life. And it also changes your, your mindset from negative to positive because it allows you to see the good things that are happening in your life. The fact, being grateful for your family, um, being grateful for your job, your car, being grateful for the, you know, the sun shining outside, being grateful for the food in the refrigerator, being grateful for, you know, support, community, being grateful for this podcast that's helping you with all of these tips to help your mindset and help you de develop self-love tips, right? And strategies. But like, so one activity, so you can include being grateful and practicing gratitude into your morning ritual, your self-care ritual, writing down every day or at night, whatever you prefer, five things you're grateful for. And just, it could be something so small or something so big. It doesn't even matter, but it's very important that you practice being grateful. So if, before I go, I want you to share this with somebody, share this, leave a comment below what what is the one take what is one takeaway? What is something that um that you're like, oh, I didn't even think about that when it comes to activating self-love. I didn't think about that when it comes to practicing self-love. Or I do do that and it works well for me. And maybe you could try this. So this is still community. So if you want to share what you do, share how you do it, your practices, or what you took away from this, from these tips. Okay. So that, that I employ you, you can do that. That's fine. Go right down into the comments and, and leave it. And both audio and video has a comment section. So feel free. I'm going to recap really quick. All right. So 10 self-love tips that you need. One, prioritize and schedule me time. Two, set boundaries. Three, embrace self-care rituals. Four, celebrate your achievement and milestones. Five, practice self-compassion. Six, nourish your body. Seven, explore new passions or old passions. Eight, declutter your space. Nine, seek support. You can join ETA. Or 10, practice gratitude daily. Okay. So I hope that this helps you. If it has, let me know, let me know, let me know. And also share this out. Like and subscribe if you are on YouTube. 
and follow the show if you are on audio podcast platforms, okay? Each and every episode, we end with a mindset declaration. This is something that you can add to your journal. It is very important that we we understand the power of the tongue and speaking life over our circumstance, speaking life over our situations, our finances, our minds, our bodies. Okay, so here we go. I am in love with who I am becoming. I understand that loving myself wholeheartedly is what allows me to be my best self to others. So that is why it's so important to practice self-love so that you can be, show up and be the best that you can be for everybody in your life and around you. So if you would like to join the Sis Stop Talking community, you can go to TashaTalksLife.com and join the community. And I just want you to have an amazing week. I want you to know that I want you to be well and know that your past does not dictate your future. Till next time. Hey, hey, sis. You want us more information about the Empowered to Thrive Accountability Cohort. So here's the thing. So this is a cohort where women, like-minded women that have goals, dreams, and aspirations come together once a week for 12 weeks to grow in your business, your career, your life, and any goals that you have, whether it's health, financial, whatever that may be. So in this group, you'll get coaching. You'll first get a one-on-one session with me in the beginning of the um, cohort, then you'll get another one-on-one session with me in the middle of the cohort just to check in with the goals that we set from the beginning of the cohort. And then every week as a group, we'll meet once a week for an hour. We'll learn um, different strategies, different tips. I'll give templates. You'll have coaching, Q&A, and all the things. So the important part is that as a, as a community, we hold each other accountable because everybody knows that when it's just you by yourself, you're more likely to let yourself down. So with this Empower to Thrive cohort, you are guaranteed to be that much further in your goals in less time and with support. So click the link, join the wait list, and the cohorts are only four times a year because um, I believe that it, you can achieve more in 12 weeks than you can in 12 months. So if you are interested, please click the link, join the wait list, and you'll get the details in your email soon. Till then, be well, be blessed.